Hello, my name is Beth Domkowski, and I'm coming to you from the Office of Admissions at Rowan University in Glassboro, New Jersey. Okay, welcome to Rowan Confidential. I am joined today by Stephanie Russo. Stephanie, thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks so much for having me, Beth. Absolutely. Now, a little bit about Stephanie. Stephanie is a branding fiend, a connector, and forever a Rowan prof. At Rowan University, she found her passion for developing strategic and creative campaigns. This later brought her to her career in advertising, where she currently works at Twitch, an Amazon-owned live streaming site, to guide brands to effectively advertise in gaming and esports. Stephanie believes her future of communications is in multiplayer entertainment. So, Stephanie, I know that you are joining us remotely from New York City. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Of course. Um, first question. I'm going to make it a real hard one. Yeah, let's go for it. What wakes you up in the morning? What is your inspiration or your passion? Um, I think what wakes me up, especially working in video gaming and advertising, is the amazing campaigns I get to do. Um, okay. My main, my main reason for aligning myself with video games and advertising is that I like the idea of bringing more brands into the space and having them realize the value in the gaming audience um, and realize like how their brand could be a benefit to uh, the space. I think that it's an audience that was overlooked for so many years and now is, oh, yeah. it's b- booming. Um, uh-huh. Gamers are not the people that's in the basement eating uh, Doritos all day. They're, <laughs> they're out <laughs> with their friends. They're socializing I think the social aspect of gaming, the social aspect of our audience is what gets me excited. Um, and on days when I'm stressed out, I kind of, <laughs> I'm lucky enough where I could sit back and go, all right, well, I'm selling ads and <laughs> I'm entertaining people. <laughs> like life could be much worse than that. <laughs> oh, it certainly could. My yeah. goodness. Okay. So that's what you're doing. Do you want to talk more about your role in your organization at Twitch? Yeah, for sure. So actually, Beth, I think we discussed this offline, but um I actually just got promoted, but my congratulations! Thank you, thank you. But my role for like the last years here at Twitch, um, and for those who don't know Twitch, it might be good for me to step back and explain it. It's an okay. Amazon-owned live streaming site, primarily for gaming. So you have people that we call streamers that are broadcasting themselves playing a video game live. Um, mm-hmm. And then also there's a chat feature on the side where people that are watching in real time can talk to each other and they can also talk to the streamer. And oh, fun. that it's, it's, it's beyond just like live content, right? It's also a sense of community and coming together, watching someone play your favorite game um, every day, and then also kind of creating this multiplayer entertainment experience, which is the word that we've been coining at Twitch. Um, That is the idea of just like everybody coming together and being active in the entertainment, not just passive. Entertainment Mm -hmm. isn't just sitting back and watching anymore. It's being part of the story. Um, So it's important to know what Twitch is a little bit to to tee this up. Um, People are watching video games the same reason that they watch Top Chef on TV. You know, you're watching food that you're never going to eat. You're watching The Bachelor and watching people <laughs> fall in love in relationships you'll never be in. <laughs> like, we love watching other people. That's just human nature. Um, so watching someone play video games, it really isn't the craziest thing. Um, so my current role right now is convincing brands. Like, uh, it could be just convincing brands to advertise on Twitch in the space. Um, okay. As a 
as a senior sales planner, I focus on creating like the pitch presentation and the creative concept behind how the brand integrates themselves in gaming and esports. Um, so I work with, well, I use, uh, it's kind of crazy. I'm in the middle of a transition process, but we do work okay. on video and display ads, but our bread and butter is custom content. So doing okay. influencer streams, um, aligning with an esport team, which is a competitive team that actually participates in tournaments, um, gaming events, and esport leagues. Um, so that, that's my current role is just every day is different. Every day is a different brand <laughs> that I'm pitching. Um, showing them that their audience is present on Twitch and that their audience actually cares about the brand that they're representing. Um, so that's in a nutshell. My new job is going to be me being a full-time salesperson and being the one that's um, bringing the brands in from the beginning and then activating the campaign with a whole post-sale team and making it come to life. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. When you started out, when you were going to college, when you were starting your career at Rowan, did you have any idea this is where you were going to end up? Oh my gosh, Beth, no. No idea. <laughs> I think we discussed this, but I was undeclared with a minor in Spanish my freshman year. <laughs> okay. Which So you were undeclared, but you had a minor. Yes, yes. I, it was exploratory studies. That's what Rowan called it at the time. Okay. Um, but you know what I, I realized after taking my first PR class, I... I like the idea of working with big brands. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to work in something digital. I wanted mm -hmm. to work in something super impactful. And I wanted to work with a brand that had like a niche audience um, okay. that was super community-centric. I had no idea what that meant. Um, <laughs> but finding Twitch is literally, I call it the dream job I didn't know I wanted. Right? Okay. So, sure. yeah, it's, it, I never thought I'd be in video gaming. My friends are gamers, and that's what attracted me to Twitch is that I'm friends with this audience, so advertising to them and connecting with them is something I get excited about. Yeah, because you've got the inside track on that. Right, right. It took a while. I wasn't a gamer when I first started, but I became one. I think. Okay, um, that was going to be my next right. question. Are you yourself a gamer? Yeah, we call it. I called it my. I called myself an academic gamer for a while, <laughs> meaning that I know a lot about the industry, but I don't partake in it. Um, uh -huh. I think a lot of people in different industries can agree with me that they feel like they're an academic of their field, but not necessarily a participant of their field. Oh, um, interesting. Mm -hmm. I think uh, in advertising, that can be unique, right? Um, so mm -hmm. you could be someone working for a beauty brand, but never use beauty products. Uh -huh. It's a very similar like allocation there. You could be working in the music industry and then be a horrible singer and <laughs> musician. Uh so, like, you don't have to be very good at the activity, but you have to be good at speaking on behalf of the activity and, and understanding the nature of it. And that becomes, that becomes that academic gamer mindset I have. So I made it, like, my mission to learn as much as possible. And I okay. feel like I got a grasp of learning so much that when I started playing, it was so easy. I was like, this is amazing. This is the experience I've been talking about. This is what I've been reading about and watching. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah. Oh, fun. Mm -hmm. So what made you choose Rowan back in the day when you were a high school student looking at colleges? What were your objectives? What were you looking for? Yeah, Beth, I was so not sure what I wanted to do with my life at all. <laughs> I had gone, I was deciding between being a dentist, a lawyer, and a dolphin trainer at one point <laughs> because I was 18 years old and how was I supposed to know what I wanted to do the rest of my life? Um, okay. my mom suggested that we look at schools nearby and, um, Rowan was, I think the second university I looked at in New Jersey and I okay. immediately fell in love with the school. I liked the campus feel and the layout. Um, 
I love my orientation. Whoever took me on a tour was an incredible tour guide and got me excited about mm-hmm. the culture and the personalities of people. I think your tour guide is actually a huge make or break it. Um, luckily, I mean, when I was a student, I got to be friends with a lot of tour guides on campus and they're amazing people and they really do represent the campus culture so well as being enthusiastic and excited. And the other main tipping points for me were people wearing Rowan clothing everywhere. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds silly, but um, people wanting to wear the the swag, for le- lack of a better term, of their school um, means that they're really proud and they're excited about that. And I, I wanted to be someone that was really proud and excited to be at Rowan as well. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we were talking prior, you mentioned something a lot, and that is a student organization here on campus that you were involved with and some professional experiences that you got while you were a student that kind of dictated how you were going to uh, pursue a career. It sounded like you had a lot of work experiences when you were at Rowan. Um, can you tell us about that? Yeah, I don't know how to start that because <laughs> we were talking for anybody listening, we were talking just a few days ago and (laughs) poor Beth had to listen to me go on this rant. Um, So I have two degrees from Rowan, one's in public relations, one's in advertising. Um, And the the courses were super helpful, but what actually amplified my experience beyond it was my participation as a student on campus and at different jobs. Um, I made it my mission to pick jobs that were that matched my career and made me a little bit more well-rounded. Um, my first job um, as a freshman was actually a work study through my um, uh, financial support. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'm so bad with that department. But um, it's I, okay. It's work study for financial aid. No problem. Exactly. Work study from financial aid. Sorry, guys. It's been nine years yep. since I had that job. <laughs> um, and I worked. <laughs> and you've been doing so many things since then. Please. It's I, fine. I try. <laughs> Uh, so I did a, a work study, which is included with your financial aid for a lot of, a lot of students don't realize that that's something that you can tap into to get a job on campus or even off campus. Um, I was lucky enough to get a job off campus, which pays a little bit more. Um, and it was local to Glassboro. So I got to just walk, um, a few blocks from my, um, apartment, at, uh, r- dorm at the time, um, and work for Glassboro Economic Development, where I was working for the town of Glassboro. Um, there I was in the communication department and, and kind of working on projects that help build the town and gown relationship, we call it. So between the town and the students, I also, it's the beginning of Rowan Boulevard's creation. Um, so I got to see a lot of the blueprints and our plans for that. Um, it was a really cool intro. Oh, also just doing, um, town events and bringing students involved with it. So I got really interested in the idea of like representing one larger facet of a community and then... Mm -hmm generating awareness and campaigning for it to different audiences. I think you that's know, what it's, drew me in. It's great that you're saying that about Rowan Boulevard um, because mm-hmm. I remember when I came here to Rowan, it didn't exist. And a few years later, we saw the plans for it. Right. And it was this thing that was going to happen so far in the future. And here it is. It's here. And you were part of that experience. That's amazing. It's amazing. I actually came back at the end of last semester and did mm-hmm. like a teacher for a day. Um, okay. Which is amazing. And if anybody, any alumnus that are listening gets to do that at your university, like, go do it. It is so satisfying. It's, it's amazing. Um, and I saw the changes of Robo, and it's, it's immaculate. It's beyond. <laughs> and it was beautiful when I was a student there. So, um, but yeah, I think that was a big jet setter for my interest in, in being in the communication world. Um, I later got very involved with Public Relations Student Society of America, 
I did a, a lot of work with on-campus events and volunteering for um, different concerts and entertainment. Um, the Office of Student Activities has been so good to me my whole four years and providing me um, volunteer opportunities, but also job opportunities um, on campus, which I think can be difficult for a student to achieve um, and balance out. And what I recommend to students is like, you need to select, even if the if you can't get an internship and devote yourself like after hours and you want to make and you want to make money and do something on campus because it's more accessible like I didn't have a car so I knew that I had to take advantage of the campus opportunities pick things that are relevant to your career path or at least what you're interested in and try to make yourself more well-rounded um, okay. because I knew I wouldn't have the luxury of like driving to Philadelphia every day to do an internship. I knew that I had to kind of form my own path at Rowan. And there's there's so many opportunities and there's so many departments that are looking for the assistance of students and their wisdom that it's it's almost like crazy not to explore what's already in front of you. Now, you worked with another department on campus, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know this relates to your, your minor, not your major. Mm-hmm. Um, you worked with a, a study abroad? Yes. So I did study abroad. Um, I have a Spanish minor. Um, as well, which I need to use a lot more. <laughs> but uh, I finished my minor by studying abroad in Spain for a summer semester. Um, if you can study abroad, do it. It's it's incredible. It's a cool experience. Um, I was completely immersed in Spanish language because in southern Spain and Sevilla, there isn't much English spoken there. But afterwards, uh, I ended up working for the study abroad company called International Studies Abroad, or ISA, um, where I helped students I basically campaigned around campus and got um, helped students plan out their study abroad trips and figuring out like what credits actually match to your major, um, kind of even looking at the financial planning of it and comparing like the value. Um, so that was that was also an interesting experience. Like the the end of it all is I kind of always acted as a salesperson no matter what I was doing at Rowan, um, mm-hmm. but also was a person that immersed myself in everything that I was doing. So I was like an expert and like a go to person. Okay. So you've been away from Rowan for a while now. So you've had a lot of different opportunities and career moves. Um, what would you say is your proudest professional accomplishment since leaving Rowan? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say, uh, well, oh, gosh, how can I not remember this? So I recently <laughs> just won an eSport Industry Award Um I'm on, it's called the Tempest Awards. It's recognizing the best like brands and businesses and individuals in, in esports or competitive video gaming. My company had won a bunch of awards for different campaigns we worked on. My clients had won awards for campaigns we worked on them as well, um, including MasterCard, which is one of my favorite campaigns. Um, but I also won an award, um, kind of, it's called the watch list. So think of it as mm-hmm. like young rising stars in this, in this industry. Um, so I was granted that award and that was extremely validating. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. Thank you. When my, it's a funny story cause my boss sat me down and he starts telling me about Twitch and all of his experiences there. And he's been at Twitch for four years, just like I have. And I thought he was telling me he's quitting. So I started getting upset and I was like ready <laughs> to cry, which I know is oh, not, no. a, I know it's not like professional, but I was like, this is so emotional. And then he told me that he had nominated me for the award and then I won. And I just started crying happy tears. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't leaving that office without crying one way or another. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> but uh, it was so validating in the space. And I think what led up to it was it was just so many different campaigns that I've worked on, 
gaming is becoming so popular that at Twitch we're in an amazing position where we're always, I don't like to say busy, but we're always, we always have to be productive in making something that's actually important and is valuable to um, a brand. So it, it was a, a series of different work with like um, MasterCard and Bud Light and Hershey's and Spotify. Um, all those campaigns are all so different, but working on them and, and seeing some of them get awarded and getting awarded myself is the most validating thing I could have done at, at such a young point in my career. That's that's incredible. You, you're definitely in the right place. Um, aren't you glad you didn't become a dolphin trainer? Oh, my gosh. Every single day. <laughs> every day. And you know what? I don't think I like dolphins that much. <laughs> I mean, they, they seem charming. I don't really have much one-on-one experience with the dolphins, but I'm assuming that you did, which is why you wanted to train them. Oh, no. well, I didn't. That's the crazy oh. thing. I just okay. was just like kooky, and I was like, let's just try something different. And that's what my mom was like. We need to get you on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> so what advice would you give uh, parents whose uh, students are interested in going into uh, some type of public relations? Um, how would you tell them that this is a worthwhile field and kind of tell them this is something they should do? Yeah, good, good question. So interestingly enough, when I told my parents that I was going into a public relations and advertising degrees, they weren't overly supportive of it. They didn't see the value in the communication field. So I, I understand what it's like as like a student to go to your parent and tell them that you want to do something that they don't want you to do. My parents always imagined me being a lawyer, um, which is what my brother's pursuing. So that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, so you'll have one in the family. Yeah. But my recommendation is like, be supportive of your of your child and their decision. And if you have any, if you have any doubts with them, explain what the doubts are. So for example, like if your child wants to become a public relations or advertising communications professional, but maybe they don't have the best, um, you know, public speaking decorum or they're not the strongest writer, you know, that's, that's a very important for, thing for you as a parent to like touch on. And, uh, there's very gentle ways of having that conversation with them and getting them that additional help. Maybe it's, encouraging them to take certain additional courses that would kind of focus on those public speaking or writing engagements. I knew that I wasn't the strongest writer when I get in, went into the field, so I took additional writing courses at Rowan to pump that up. Um, I think also just making sure that you're, depending on their dreams, right, like never, I always say like you can't pigeonhole yourself in a category of what you want to do. I just knew I wanted to be in some form of, form of entertainment, and I liked that I kept it broad and I wasn't marrying myself to, you know, working exclusively for the Sixers. Um, pigeonholing yourself like that or letting your child pigeonhole themselves, um, and if they don't achieve that goal, can lead to a lot of detriment to the ego. And we don't really want that to happen. I think it's, it's good to have your child, like, just be open-minded about their opportunities there. And for you as the parent, also be open-minded and not pigeonhole them into one category. Um, and then encouraging them to like go to conferences, encourage them to, um, take internships on the, in the summers and, um, take risks. I think that's the biggest thing you can always encourage your child to do. Um, New York city is like the Mecca for communications. Public, for most things. Yes. It really is like, yeah. Amongst many other things, New York city is not that far away from Rowan. I know it's a truck, but if you can get your kid into New York city for an internship, I mean, the pace that you get to work with and the networking you make is invaluable. I'm still in connections with people I met from my first job and from my first uh, internship in New York. And um, I'm so grateful for those connections. And what were your internships and opportunities in New York? Um, so I did an internship 
um, with Likeable Local or Likeable Media. Sorry, it's a social media company. I worked on their sales and marketing department. Um, okay, that was my first experience with, like cold call sales and kind oh of goodness. doing something that's so scary. I think uh, was really helpful for me. I also worked at a pizzeria during that summer because, of course, my internship was unpaid, which is now illegal in New York, but not when I was an intern. Um, but I also just, uh, I think when the, the biggest thing that jumps out my career was going to a conference through the advertising club at Rowan. Luckily, the advertising club actually paid for it. Um, it's for a woman's advertising, professional advertising society called She Runs It, which I later became a member of. And ended up speaking on panels <laughs> as a professional. So it was really funny. But they run a, a student conference every year that Rowan's Ad Club, I, as far as I know, goes to every single year Elise is invited to. Um, it's invaluable because you're connecting with other students at different schools, but then you're also connecting with professionals. Um, I happened to be working on a project for a CPG category and went to a presentation. And uh, one of the speakers there was this amazing woman who works on that CPG product. Um, and her and I connected and she, she, uh, led me to my first job out of college. And, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, that's a Cinderella story for lack of a better word. That's amazing. <laughs> so you are a successful college graduate. You just got a promotion. What's next? Um, okay. So I actually have a few other things I'm, I'm working on. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm also, I start, I co-started, co-founded. A woman in gaming professional society in New York City. Um, gaming as an industry is predominantly in Silicon Valley in LA, as you can imagine. Um, New York also has a pretty big industry community. Um, there's a few women in gaming that don't, you know, they work, we work predominantly with men, right? And listen, I work with some of the best men in the business. They are welcoming and open and inviting and I'm extremely grateful to be supported by such amazing people. I can go on about it all day. Um, but when you go to different industry events, you're kind of surrounded by, there's a, you want that camaraderie, that female camaraderie sometimes. Um, I put it this way where like, I'm sitting with guys all day talking about video games and talking about sports. Sometimes I just want to sit down and talk about my hair and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, and um, I found that, by looking for women that are professionals in gaming, I could have those geek out conversations about gaming and the industry, but then also like have a martini and talk about gel manicures. And I think <laughs> having that balance and, and really like honing into that part of our identities is so important to create okay. a support group for, or rather just like an outlet for us to like, you know, talk industry, talk girl, um, or woman, I should say, um, yeah, so we we just co I just co-founded it with two other coworkers. I've recruited twenty two women in the industry in New York. Oh my goodness, um, already! Wow. Yeah, so I have uh, I have professionals from Rockstar, uh, eSport League or ESL, um, NBA Two K, um, Google, uh, Madison Square Garden. I'm missing a bunch of other companies right now. And if any of my friends are listening, I'm so sorry. But <laughs> we've recruited these women that work at amazing, you know, they work in esports, they work in game development, they work in advertising, um, they work in research. It's just different verticals within gaming and we can all learn from each other. That's great. Right. So I think that's my that's my baby right now on top of my job. Yeah, I don't know where else I go from here after sales. I, I love it. I just like the energy. No, I guess. Be in the moment. That's where you are right now. Enjoy it. And congratulations again on your promotion. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's exciting. 
I got the nice manager title. (laughs) Excellent. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for talking to us today. Uh, This has been Rowan Confidential.